0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: The world is full of magical things, patiently waiting for our wits to grow sharper. Bertrand Russell.
2: You know, I can feel God within me and all around me. And it was so powerful and um, and I was looking for these moments. Before I had the tree, uh, PCT, I thought, I need to experience the things that are in between the lines, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the things you can't see, the things you only feel. And um, these were two of these moments and very intense moments. And uh, they, they hit me by surprise because they were so, you know, not these glorious, I'm sitting and eating my breakfast in the morning on a mountaintop top. The sun is rising, which I did, <laughs> but um, I remember these things first. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm Doc, and this is the John Freakin' pod. To the John Freakin' Muir Pod, lace up
0: those boots and sling on the pack for a romp through trails, short and long. With your host and renaissance man, Doc, it's time to embrace the suck.
1: Welcome back to another week on the trail. I'm Doc, and this is the John Freakin' Muir Pod. Let's start off with a reminder. If you are enjoying the podcast, take just a minute, to help us out, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're not enjoying the pod, well, just go ahead and keep that to yourself. All right, let's get to this week's guest. Today, we are talking to Jana Vanka, a children's book illustrator and long trail thru-hiker. Welcome to the John Freaky Muir Pod, Zana.
2: Hi, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. We're excited to talk to you. Now, you are a long trail thru-hiker, and we have a particular uh, tradition in America with long trailers that we pick up trail names and so i am interested to hear what your trail name might might be
2: (laughs) my trail name is first row and i had to explain that very often (laughs) yes i got it right away the first day actually from scout scout and frodo you know in san diego and um, yeah yeah it was um i was answering almost every question uh, that someone was asking i was like i know that i know the answer <laughs> so for me it was like a scout said you're the the girl sitting the first row of the classroom room so you're first row and i was like okay cool what an honor to get a train name from you and so i took it and um yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, as our listeners know, because we we had Scout on the on the podcast, he and Frodo are trail angels that host uh, first time PCT hikers uh, down near uh, Southern California, and they they actually help with uh, you know uh, they, they sleep over the night before they they have a dinner, they've got talks, they've got all kinds of information, they arrange transportation down to to Campo, and so to to pick up a trail name from the legendary Scout, I mean that is quite an honor. So congratulations.
2: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I love them. I love uh, both of them. And it was a great stay. And I'm so grateful that I was allowed uh, to stay there for three days. And yeah, um, it was with, with a good start for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I felt safe <laughs> well, safe I... and happy and excited.
1: <laughs> that, that's the way to start a, a 2,600 mile hike. And I can't wait to hear a little bit more about that uh, in just a bit. Hey, uh, first row, since you're going to be first row from now on throughout the podcast first row, um, have you listened to the John Frick and at all?
2: No, I'm not a podcast uh, listener actually, (laughs) but, um, yeah, um, I, I would love to, um, to listen to it now because, um, I started working again on new projects and I'm looking for new, uh, things I can listen to and, um, yeah, I have to say I was a little bit afraid of tuning into the uh, people talking about the PCT because I'm missing it so much. So maybe this is also a reason why I didn't have a look into it.
1: Yeah, and that's yeah. okay. I was just asking to make sure that you are aware of a segment that we have towards the end of the episode called the Pro Tip Insight of the Week. And that's where I will turn to you and I'll say, first row, uh, what, what, uh, what's your pro tip for the episode? What kind of trail of wisdom can you share with our listeners? To make their next outdoor experience even better so don't be surprised when we get there
2: mm-hmm. all right <laughs> okay the must bring gear review
1: hey another feature we've been doing this season is the must bring gear review sponsored by the ultralight backpacking gear company outdoor vitals and here's how it works if you were to let a stranger pack your bag with pretty much generic gear for a multi-day hike what is the one specific piece of gear you would insist on being packed and if you've got a particular brand for that specific piece of gear even better so first row, what is your must-bring piece of gear?
0: Hmm.
2: Oh man. <laughs> um there are so many things I would take, uh, but a lot of them are just um normal to take as like a sleeping bag or a backpack or whatever. So I concentrate on the things that I realized were really, really helpful, uh, although they seem so um unimportant, but it's like I think it's, it's the same name. It's called butt pad. (laughs) So it's so lightweight. It it weighs almost nothing. And, you can sit on almost everything, everywhere, and uh, cactus needles and stones and, you know, whatever, cold floors, uh, cold grounds in the, in Washington or whatever, you know, and snow, and you don't get uh, wet ass. <laughs> 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 so I just love this. And I actually, I don't have a brand for that. Um, yeah. yeah, this is the first thing that came to my mind. The
1: all-important the <laughs> all butt pad. Absolutely. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: You know, I was yeah. last summer, I was on a hike with uh, Yahtzee and Bindi in Mineral King in Sequoia, and Yahtzee had a butt pad. And every time we, we stopped somewhere, he'd pull it out and sit down and I would make fun of him. I said, man, that is so bougie to have <laughs> to have your own personal butt pad like that. And then at one point, he he loaned it to me when we got to a, a spot and I sat down on it. I'm like. Oh, this is, this is like next level. This is, this is, uh, this is a good thing. So I had to, I had to apologize to him for making fun of his butt pad.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I was also thinking that in the beginnings, like, Oh, this is such a luxury item and uh, I should focus on really, you know, just not taking too much. But then I thought this is weighing almost nothing. And why shouldn't I just just test it out. And yeah, I was surprised how amazing it is. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Life-changing. <Yes. laughs> now, now, by now our listeners are, are wondering, okay, she's got this lovely accent. Where Where is first row from? Where is she calling in? And, and I have to say that we're, it's probably a, an eight or nine, no, probably more than that. Nine or 10 hour time difference between where we are right now. So I'm in Southern California and you are in Hamburg, Germany
2: yes i'm in hamburg germany Mm
1: -hmm. and is is that your country of origin
2: yes i was born in berlin and uh, i moved to hamburg to study illustration and um since yeah since 2010 i i live here i love this place although if i if i hear about live you are living in southern california i'm like oh god this is so close to the pct (laughs) i'm yearning (laughs) (laughs) yes
1: Absolutely. And so um, we're going to get into your background and the illustration piece a little bit later. We're getting close to that. But I want to talk a little bit more about gear and hiking first. And it's I've come up with something to help us uh, have a good discussion. It's called the hiking pole.
2: It's the hiking pole.
1: And it's not P-O-L-E like the uh, the two poles you have in your hands. It's P-O-L-L, uh, like a survey. Mm-hmm. So this is a survey. It's mm-hmm. a seven seven-question survey that helps mm-hmm. me give you a score on the crazy scale from one to a hundred. So oh. 100 is completely sane. And one is just absolutely bonkers. And you have to know that right out of the gate, long trail hikers, people who have done the PCT, they lose an automatic 20 points. Cause you know, you're all, you're already a little bit crazy.
2: <laughs> no, I lost points.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. First row. You have lost some points. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here we go. Seven questions. First question. Easy one. Trekking poles or no trekking poles?
2: Yes, trekking poles.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. Good for the knees. Good for the knees. They're
2: very good for the knees. And um, yeah, I think that's it for me. Yes.
1: Okay. All (laughs) right. Boots or trail runners?
2: I wore one pair of Hanwag boots for the whole trail. I never changed uh, shoes. Never. And it's, it's just... It was the best decision ever. I'm so glad I did that. I could jump over lava fields and uh, I didn't have any pain. I never had any foot pain. And I, yeah, I just, I was rocking it with them. So yes, boots.
1: (laughs) Okay. That is not not a common answer with the long trail hikers. They, Mm. a lot of them are are trail runners. They swear by trail runners. Not too many people say boots. So -hmm. So I'm not sure if that's a deduction or not.
2: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Am I losing points?
1: <laughs> we'll find out at the end. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Tent, tarp, hammock, or cowboy camping? What is your preferred sleep method or, or shelter method?
2: I'm using an MSR um, one-person tent. I love it because, yeah, I, I like to have some protection. Uh from you know i don't know um spiders i'm a little bit afraid of spiders and stuff like that or of course also the rain and the cold because you're you're you know much warmer in a tent and i love the freestanding msr because you can just build it up take it put it somewhere you don't even have to use uh, tent stakes to put it in the ground you just you know just go in and yeah have a great time (laughs) okay yes
1: (laughs) all right next one sleeping bag or quilt
2: I have a sleeping bag, and uh, I never actually tried quilt, um, but um, I use a Z-pack sleeping bag without a hoodie. And um, yeah, I still have it, and I used it on several adventures. yes.
1: <laughs> now you you're throwing out some pretty some pretty uh, nice titles out there, MSR, Z packs. I mean, how much how much is your your total kit cost?
2: Oh my goodness. um well, I've actually no idea. I just thought before the PCT, um, I want to survive this thing. So I'm <laughs> just buying the best gear ever. And um, yeah, so I don't know. Um, maybe. Oh, God. No, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. A couple of, a couple of thousand euros because I also bought uh, a very expensive rain jacket from Arc'teryx <laughs> and stuff like that. So... Yeah,
1: a <laughs> couple thousand euro. That might be another deduction. First row, sorry.
2: Another deduction
1: from your crazy score.
2: Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew I was a crazy person. I guess.
1: <laughs> All right. This 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 question is important. You ready? This this is a big deduction depending on on uh, on your answer here. So, stove, cold soak, or stoveless.
2: I'm using a stove okay yes I' How um, how is this thing called? It's just weighing 20 grams or 19 grams mm-hmm. and it, it's really super tiny and it's called um, BRS I think or B- something like that and yeah it's it was very cheap and it brought me uh, like it, it served me very well on the PCT the whole time. Yeah
1: okay, yeah. so that was the one one I- inexpensive piece of gear you have.
2: Yes, actually, <laughs> but it was the most lightweight uh, um, uh, cooking system I could find. Actually, mm-hmm. so it wasn't about the price; it was more about the weight with the weight. <laughs>
1: okay, all right. Hey, is life better above or below the tree line?
2: Oh, I just love above the tree line. I just love uh, as, as often as I could. I. I was sleeping on summits and um, I just I just love to be above the tree line and seeing the mountain range. And I don't know. It's just this freedom up there. And um, yeah, just this emptiness also. Um, Yeah, it's just getting rougher. And I just like that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I I love I love uh, a good tree lined walk. I love, uh, the forest, but there is something about being above the trees and just the incredible views and the sense of, uh, I don't know, desolation up there at the top.
2: Yes. Yes. Also the loneliness, uh, and, uh, the, yeah, you're closer to the sky and it's just so open and something is happening there. My heart opens up and I mean, I love trees. I love forests a lot, mm-hmm. but this is so, I don't know, divine in a way, <laughs> like, uh, hard to describe it's just a feeling
1: <laughs> right and there's there's a there's a lot of forests in germany correct remember I know yes. the, the black forest is there mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. yes yeah yeah and i i don't know uh, there there's a lot of forests uh, here um also around hamburg and i love that it's possible for me to take just the train to very very easily just 20 minutes and be in the forest and um of course the forests in, a, in southern germany are I'm um, um, richer in a way and more juicy. And um, yeah. And also of course they're closer to the mountains, the forests, and um, here's everything is flat uh, in in Northern Germany. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. A final question. Now we have three, we have three long trails in America. That if you hike them, you become a triple crowner, right? And the three the three long trails are the Appalachian Trail, the the Continental Divide Trail, and the Pacific Crest Trail, and they all run north to south. And so the question is, should those long trails should they be hiked northbound or southbound?
2: Um, I think there is no should because you you, sh- you just uh, yeah should listen to your heart and um, it's I don't know I walk northbound the pct um i think i also decided to be in a community in a way but if you want to hike uh, the pct southbound then you will probably have less people uh, on the on the on the way this is more for people who like more of the solitude and um yeah i don't know it's just uh, i think a decision of taste but yeah what do you like best uh, and um I I wanted to hike the CDT um, next. I don't know when I can do this, um, but I think I would hike it southbound this time. And it's just a feeling, and I think you should listen to that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. First row, you survived the hiking poll. Uh, some very solid answers. Just that five point deduction on the on the uh, the boots and trail runners questions. So <laughs> solid, solid score of seventy five. Congratulations.
2: Nice. Thank you. <laughs> Phew. <laughs> I survived.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hey, let's, uh, let's back up a little bit before we get too far down the trail. And let's talk about your background, where you grew up, what kinds of sports and hobbies you were involved in, and how did you get involved in the thru-hiking cult? And we call it a cult because any, any group that convinces you to live in the dirt for four, five, six months, that, that's got to be a cult. No... no uh, yeah. No judgment, just uh, just stating it plain.
2: Yeah, I'm, uh, I grew up in a family um, that loved to go outside. And um, I just remember first time um, when I was, I guess, seven years old and we had the first time visit in the mountains um, in southern Germany. And I remember it like a picture or like a movie scene. The moment we drove back from the mountains, I was sitting in the back of the car and crying like hell looking at them and seeing them disappear at the horizon i just wanted to be in the mountains and then i don't know it um after a while uh, i guess um but yeah of course when i was in school at some point i was allowed to do my own adventures and then i went with some people into the pyrenees and i just realized this is amazing and i i just want to do this more often and um it was always too short. Always when I came back from the mountains, was like, "Oh, dude, I just, I just want to stay here." I, my, my, my biggest wish was to stay as long in the in nature as I could. I, I mean, without going to towns or to uh, to the cities and um, or to live there. I just wanted to live in a tent away from civilization as long as I could. And yeah, and I don't know. It just happened that I accidentally. Um, kind of stumbled over two books that, um, yeah, were both about the PCT and I didn't know that I just grabbed the books from an adventure shelf in the library. And when I was back home, I was like, these two books are about like the same trail. So yeah, let's, let's see what's, what, what is it? And, um, and my heart was pumping the whole time when I was reading Um, in German, it's, or I think it's also in English. Eat, Work, Sleep, by Christiane Thurmer. Uh, she's German, and um, I was so hooked. I was like, "This is it!" And um, she, I hope I'm not talking too much. You have to stop me. But
1: <laughs> no, you keep going. Keep <laughs> um, going.
2: She was okay. She was like describing in the begin, very in the beginning of the book um, about um, her. Uh, she was describing a, a work kind of relationship. There was a guy who had um, a stroke with 43 or something very very young age Uh, I can't remember everything so clearly but um, he was working so much and he wanted to save money for when he was old and then he could be free and do whatever and uh, she was thinking okay this guy is just five years older than me if I would have just five years to live what would I want to do I was like, okay, not work all the time. I would just love to experience life in a way. And I was like, this is it. Yes, I have to do this now. I don't know how long I live, but I want to be in nature. I want to experience this. And um, this sounds so like me. And I just had to find out. And yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's why I went to the PCG.
1: <laughs> no, I haven't read that book, but I love the title "Eat, Walk, Sleep" because it really kind of uh, simplifies things. It kind of defines the experience out there. It, it is just eat, walk, and sleep, but it is so much more than that. I mean, it's just the the experience is incredible. Um, what yes. was the What was the other book? What was the title of the other book? Do you remember?
2: <laughs> yes, Wild. <laughs> wow,
1: that's what I thought. I, I figured one of those two had to be Wild
2: yeah <laughs> yes it's very funny <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: and so but it what, had a
2: hiking boot and on the top of the yeah I, I just loved hiking i was like oh there's a boot on it on the cover so i was like that's my book
1: <laughs> and yeah. that's when you were convinced that you had to wear boots on the trail because there was a boot on that cover
2: actually not it was uh <laughs> no it happened before uh i am. Um, I, I actually I won um, something. Uh, I was like, there's a magazine called Walden in Germany, and um, there was like a I don't know how was it called something where you can win something from a, Con- from a, a company contest. Yeah, a contest, and I was uh, I um, won um, um, a journey in a way or a three days journey to the top of the Zugspitze with Hanwag, and Hanwag is a boot company that I love a lot, and uh, they yeah. They took me uh, through um, like on this adventure, and I got a pair of boots, and I just um, I just loved wearing them. And then I thought, okay, yeah, why not? Let's wear these boots. And they supported me. Um, they said, yeah, and um, when you're going on this fucking adventure, I, we were we we're going to give you these uh, a new pair of boots. Just uh, tell us what you want, and I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> okay. It, now you mentioned earlier something about uh, illustration and I know you know I, I typically ask at this point you know how do you pay the bills you know what do you do to finance your your trips your adventures uh what's your career and so tell us a little bit about this the uh, illustration gig
2: okay um yeah i I just love drawing a lot and I was drawing my whole life when I was young one year old I just started drawing and and um didn't stop in a way and um yeah and I wanted to yeah earn a living um by yeah doing this art and um yeah I studied about I think eight years it wasn't necessary but it was very comfortable and um um, I was also already uh, doing books and puzzles and stuff like that um, in the time where I was studying. And uh, when I felt safe to earn a living from, yeah, my job, from the job I chose, um, yeah, I uh, got the master degrees and then I hiked the PCT. And yeah, when I came back, I j- um, jumped right away back into my job and I just um, love my job because Usually I'm doing nature illustrations and um, yeah, I'm drawing animals and I'm drawing landscapes. I, I just love that. I can spend um, time during my work in my head um, and in my head, I'm going to nature. So this is just amazing. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, so I'm working with different um, companies, uh, different publishers and um, yeah. Uh, it's easy it's just there the the tasks are just flowing to me i don't don't even have to do much. It's just nice. happening so it's a good nice. spot the good vibes yes that's
1: great <laughs> any any future plans on a an illustrated p c t book yes yes
2: <laughs> yes it wasn't really like oh, i i already wanted to do this book um from the moment on i was actually on the PCT, I was like, this is an adventure worth um, drawing also, and also writing in a way, uh, writing down. So I I have a diary uh, where I just wrote down every day what I experienced during that day. And I thought using that for the book, of course, and I want to do something different. I want to, uh, I love um, drawing with pencil. Uh, this is where i started and i want to do just amazing drawings from everyday that i spent on the pct and um yeah and um yeah i'm i'm wondering how the text will be uh, i think it will not be just diary uh, diary form because um yeah i i was on a spiritual journey in a way after the pct and i want to in, yeah involve all these things that i learned and, um, help, help others in a way to be themselves and to believe in themselves and yeah, to enjoy every moment and to be in the moment and everything. I just want to put it all into this book and yeah, it would be well, great. <laughs> well,
1: sign me up for a, for an early edition. And, uh, if, if you wouldn't mind, please autograph it for me.
2: Yay! Of course.
1: <laughs> now, what did what did your family think about you taking off to America and walking from Mexico to Canada? I mean, they, mm-hmm. they had to have some some concern over that, didn't they?
2: Yeah, my mom was afraid, <laughs> but uh, I was super amazed that she was right away saying, "Of course, you need to do it." But then was. Uh, it was one month to, until I was flying, and of course, uh, sh- she was thinking about all the things that could happen. And you mean, I mean, there are dangers out there, and um, and I, yeah, we talked about it, and I said to her, You know, I'm living the best life i can ever imagine if i die out there it's totally fine i love my life i love my life until this point and i just want to do what my heart is saying and i just want to be in nature and if if life wants me to die out there then okay but i'm doing everything to not die of course and don't worry i have everything planned and um and um yeah i'm i'm not stupid i will take care and um so that helped her and, but it and, was good to say.
1: And mom, I spent 3000 yeah. euros on gear, so I'm, I'm fine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surviving with that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And then um, during that time I had a boyfriend and I was really happy that he was um, supporting me. He said, yeah, do it. I don't want to come with you because I think he didn't want to hike half a year it this is for some people something for some people, but not for everybody and I just love walking uh, and um so I was really glad that he said yes and um yeah <laughs>
1: now so one I of went. the one of the themes that comes up again and again is just the positivity of the hiking, the through hiking family out there that all the through hikers really support each other. And it's a, it's a great community. And, um,
2: hmm.
1: you know, people, people, you know, the, the initial reaction for a lot of people is, well, you know, aren't you gonna what about the strangers out there? Isn't that going to be dangerous? And for the most <laughs> part, for the most part, it's, it's, they're all very, very positive and helpful, but I, I do know that mm-hmm. um, you know, I talked to the author of Alone in Wonderland, Christine Reed. Have you read that mm-hmm. book? No, it's mm-hmm. a good one. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, written from the perspective her her perspective of uh, a young lady alone on the trail, and the things that she has to think about and worry about and deal with, and um, things that that I you know, as a, as a male, didn't didn't automatically mm-hmm. think about this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and so yes. You know, did you have any kind of, uh, worry or trepidation being a young lady on the trail hiking by yourself
2: in the beginning, like before the PCT, I was thinking about that. Um, because it was my, my biggest concern, actually. Um, I wasn't afraid of, uh, you know, snakes or snow, or, you know, I was, um, afraid of what people could do. And, uh, actually I, shave my hair uh, or not really shave, but I had like short hair like this. And um, I tried to, I guess, um, be not so, I tried not to be sexy or something. I tried not to do anything that uh, could, you know, um, turn someone on or whatever. But um, once I was on the trail or the moment I was on the trail was, I kind of lost the fear of everything, um, especially because I was meeting so many wonderful people out there. And I thought I'm living in a city with, I don't know, how many million, a lot of, I think, 3 million people or at least 2 million people. And I mean, I could also run into someone bad here and on a trail there, just not, not so many people. And um, all the people who are going hiking, just have to be wonderful souls and um um, I don't know I just met super happy amazing people um who just loved life who were like children again with open eyes walking through the landscapes and just yeah loving what they what they did and they were all so um yeah we were all caring for each other and um I just trusted so much. And then I also have this belief, um, what you, um, what you fear you will, um, drag to you. And I just, you know, I was just sending out good vibes the whole time I was saying, okay, I'm not, I don't decide to be in fear. I decide to be in abundance and, and in, um, you know, Um, in this feeling of everything is great and the universe supports me on my path. And um, yeah, I don't know. So (laughs) yeah, I, that that helped me a lot. It's um, yeah. The inner work, you know?
1: (laughs) Right. And I love that, that, you know, that, that comparison that you live in a city with millions of people and you, you interact with them or or, walk by them every single day. And you know, that, that could be just as dangerous as, as being out on the trail. And also, you know, worrying about something, the more you worry about something, you're, you're exactly right. I think it, it, you, you cause it to happen. You kind of uh, yes. you, know, you speak it into existence. And yes, I, I love that you brought up that point about uh, keeping your hair short and trying to not look sexy. Because um, that's, that's a difference that, you know, I have never gone out on the trail and thought to myself, you know, I need to dial down the sexiness this time.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, so, fair point. Yeah. Fair point.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Mm. Hey, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna hear about uh, some of your adventures. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. From the backcountry to the backyard, we believe everyone deserves the highest level of protection. knowing that their products have been tested and chosen by those who count on serious protection on the trail all day long. The John Freakin' MirPod is sponsored by Outdoor Vitals, the ultralight backpacking gear company whose mission is to improve the mental, physical, and emotional health of mankind by facilitating impactful outdoor experiences. Outdoor Vitals creates innovative technical products with confidence-inspiring education that empower outdoor ultralight adventurers. Their focus on performance enables you to live ultralight with gear you can actually be confident with. Whether you're looking for an ultralight sleep system, shelter, or pack, or if you're looking for top quality apparel for the trail, you can find it at Outdoor Vitals. Do yourself a favor. Live ultralight. Want to make a podcast? And welcome back. We are talking to First Row and First Row, I love your trail name. That is an outstanding trail name and I love the story behind it. So that's, that's, that's fantastic. All right. Now we we've talked to a few people on the podcast about some European hikes, but not a lot. I mean, most we spend most of our time in America or Canada uh, talking Mm -hmm. about all the hiking adventures that are available here, but I, I I'm curious and want to hear about what you've done in Europe with hiking. And I know that uh, one of them is the Tour de Mont Blanc.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Can you tell yes. us a little bit about that. What what, uh, what what are the what are the details on that hike? How long is it? Uh, what kind of uh, environment, etc.
2: Actually, it's not uh, it's not that long because I, I wanted to elongate the that trail and after the Tour de Mont Blanc to hike the. Um, the old route, uh, that would have been around thirty days. So the tour de Mont Blanc is just uh, walking around the Mont Blanc. I actually I don't have the kilometers in my head, um, but it's just a very beautiful tour. Uh, and I just um, I think it's no, I I can't tell you the kilometers. I'm sorry, <laughs> you have to look that up. But it's um going through three countries so uh, france swiss and italy and um yeah and i hiked it very early season in june and um, because i wanted to be alone i just also love spending time alone out there although the trail community is always amazing but sometimes i just prefer being just by myself and um um, I had a lot of snow and uh, I had to take my micro spikes and I stood up very early in the morning to, yeah, make sure that the the snow was not slushy, but still, yeah, you know, so that you can walk on it on top of it and or, yeah, you would have a better grip. And um, I was, yeah, on that tour, I was completely alone everywhere where I got to. Um, there was nobody out there and um, I was, I was happy that I took my Garmin inreach reach um, mini with me. So um, sometimes I was, you know, on, on the, how do you say that on a very steep path on a mountain and I was walking through snow and there was nothing to my side, like next to my side. I was like, okay, if I would just, if the snow would, fall away slip away i would be dead and i was like okay just focus everything is good and um you're doing this and but um i was really grateful that i had this thingy with me although it wouldn't have saved me in that moment <laughs> but in the end i don't know it just gave me some um confidence and um i just saw so many wild animals like these I- ibexes and with mm-hmm. the horns and um the the little mammals and not mammals. How are they called? The
1: <laughs> Marmots.
2: In German, it's moment I've marmots. Thank marmots. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, yeah, I, I just, I just loved it. I love to stand up early in the morning and to breathe the fresh morning air, which was still cold in the beginning of June in the mountains. And um, yeah, just an amazing tour. Um, and uh, yeah, next time I will continue this. I, I couldn't continue. I wanted to hike, Um, after the Tour du Mont Blanc, the Haute Route, and that is going from um, uh, the Mont Blanc to the Matterhorn in Swiss. And it's also a very, very beautiful tour, a lot of uh, peaks and, yeah, just amazing. I love this landscape. The Alps are just fantastic. Yes. comparable with the Sierras, actually, I have to say, like, having these mountains is just I'm very grateful that I have a country with such beauty <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely now I have to uh, stipulate right off the bat here to all and I, and apologize to all of my European uh, listeners out there that my heavy American accent uh, I do I do not do justice to the Tour de Mont Blanc you pronounce it much better say, say it one more time for us
2: Tour de Mont Blanc <laughs> see that's, that's
1: that's just a lot that's a lot better sounding than, what, than the way I said it so <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: very good now and, um was the was the tour de mont blanc was that your first multi-day hike or had you done some some uh preparation hikes before that
2: uh no i i not the, during that year but um a year ago i hiked also through the alps just without plan just hiking as much as I wanted. And, um, I has hiked also the Laugavegur in, um, Iceland, um, which is also a most amazing trail with just great landscapes, a lot of waterfalls, a lot of emptiness and no trees at all and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, so the Arizona trail that I wanted to hike this year, um, would have been the longest from all the trails, um, after the PCT. And I really have to say that I'm, I'm missing it. I miss through hiking. I miss being out there for a long time. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. And you, you should be on the Arizona trail right now. You had planned to be on the Arizona trail. You'd be probably be uh, what nine, 10 days in right now, but something yeah. happened. Something happened. Yeah. Tell us, tell us about that.
2: Yeah. It was just, um, I had prepared everything my, my backpack was packed. I planned the route, like I, uh, or the, I planned everything where I would be and how many days it would take me to, like, I was just thinking uh, how many days it would take me from one place to the other. And, you know, uh, I had the flights and everything. And two weeks before my flight, I just checked the, uh, um, yeah, what I needed to, you know, vaccination or whatever to fly to the US. And I, I had COVID last year and I was vaccinated um, one time afterwards. And in Germany, this means you're fully vaccinated. You don't need anything anymore. And um, yeah, so I, I just read all the time, okay, America wants you to be fully vaccinated. And I was like, okay, yeah, I am fully vaccinated. But then I found out by accident that, yeah, <laughs> you need two doses of yeah, the vaccine and it wasn't enough time for me to do it. And it was too late or too, too. It was too early to uh, get vaccinated and um, also too late to get the vaccine because, yeah, of the time. It just was just the timing. And then I thought, OK, maybe it's not meant to be for this year. It's, there has to be a reason. I don't know. I believe in the path of life, you know. Um, that uh, life doesn't make mistakes. And I said, the trail is not running away. I can do this next year. And when when I'm then the second time vaccinated or whatever, or hiking it southbound, actually, <laughs> maybe I, I'm still thinking about that. But I have another plan. You know, Europe is very beautiful and I will cross the Pyrenees this year. It's a two months hike. And uh, from uh, the Mediterranean Sea, to the Atlantic ocean and, um, yeah, will be fantastic. And, uh, yeah, not as dry as I wanted my hike to be because I love the desert and that's mm-hmm. why I wanted to go to Arizona and, um, yeah, but then I think, okay, you can do it next year. So.
1: Right now let's, let's, uh, I want to, I'm going to come back to the Pyrenees cause I want to hear about the Pyrenees and what that hike is like, but I want to go back to, uh, what you said a couple of times that, you know, life, life has a plan. You know, this happens yes. for a reason. Uh, I love that philosophy. I, I subscribe with that philosophy. Everything that we have done up to this point in our lives has led us to this point. And I think, I think that it, it just, it is what it is. Uh, you know, one of the, one of my mottos is, you know, the trail is the trail. So the trail of life, I mean, it, 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 yes. it doesn't move. I mean, this is, this is the trail and, uh, this is what was meant to be. So
2: Yes. And I always uh, believe in the saying, the trail provides. So Mm -hmm. everything that happens is right, is right for you, is meant for you. And um, so I could let go of my sadness really, really um, um, fast um, because I just decided, okay, so then whatever happens here in Germany or wherever I will go, this will be very amazing and um, it will be a gift. And um, so Yeah, if you think about life like that, there are no mistakes, you know, there's, it also, it wouldn't make any uh, sense to hold on to the grudge or to sadness or whatever, because it wouldn't change the situation. And uh, so I want to live a happy life. And uh, I change, I just change, I change what I'm feeling, I change what I'm thinking. Yeah.
1: What a valuable life skill to be able to let go of something hmm. like that and to move on and be happy and say, you know, this is just the way it is. And, you know, I'll, I'll find something else.
2: Yes. <laughs> Thank <Yep>. you. <laughs> great.
1: Great. All right. Let's talk about the Pyrenees. Now you you're hiking from Mediterranean to the Atlantic or vice versa.
2: Yeah, I think it's, it will be the other way around uh, okay. from the Atlantic to the Mediterranean Um mm-hmm. I actually don't know why it just came to my head. And then I, I just believe this will be the plan of life again. And um, yeah, it's the uh, actually, it's really amazing. Um, We are having a through hike uh, this, uh, which is 3000 kilometers through France, which is, uh, which was planned. I don't know. Um, I, I just found it on Instagram. Uh, it was a startup and I saw it and I th- thought, okay, having a, a through hike close to where I live would be amazing. And um, so they collected money from the community uh, to, pr- um, you know, build the app and everything. And it's called the Hexa Trek, which is going, yeah, through the Pyrenees and then um, uh, through the, I think uh, the Vogue I don't know how it's called in English. Um, Yeah, through France, uh, a beautiful, a beautiful tour. And um, so I'm section hiking it in a way uh, like doing two of the um, stations of this trail um, by through hiking the Pyrenees, which is also the part of the so-called GRDs, GR 10, the uh, grande Randonnée, the Grand, Randonnée, um, the, grand uh, the, uh, the Big Hike, I think, or the, something like that. <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds, it
1: sounds so more majestic the way you say it. it, it the Big Hike is, yeah, it's a very American thing, but uh, <laughs> do the GR again. It's the, the Grand.
2: grande Randonnée
1: 10, uh, GR <laughs> Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Now this Hexatrek, is, is that, I get it right? Hexatrek? Yes. Hexatrek. Mm-hmm. So is this, is, are they creating a new long trail in France? Yes. Or are yes, they, yes, are, yes. And are they connecting existing trails?
2: I guess or both? so. I think they're, yeah, they, they're connecting, they're connecting existing trails to one big trail uh, through France. So it's 3,000 kilometers long. And, um, yeah, so they, it's this year is the first year that people are hiking this trail. And, um, I'm um, super excited to be at least um, a part of uh, the time there when everybody's also hiking. I don't know from which direction they will start, but it's just a cool feeling. And it would be amazing if at one time in the future, we would have trail angels and stuff like that here in Europe. My goodness. <laughs> That's
1: right. You and you and your your uh, compatriots who have done American long trails and who live in Europe, you need to start bringing some of those traditions back um back to europe about you know the trail angeling and trail names and all that fun Mm. stuff
2: yeah would be amazing yes yes absolutely (laughs) yeah if i would live uh, close by this trail i would definitely be a trail angel Mm. i love it i love happy faces and uh you trail angels make people so happy and it's just i met a wonderful trail angel in in america uh, i met a lot of but one of them really um is very close to me uh, in my heart he's called alan and um, he did amazing trail a- trail angel work and he's he's always crying when <laughs> when he's meeting the hiking community because he's so happy. He said, like, you're giving me so much, although he's giving us also so much, like, like the big barbecue or pizzas and burgers and nowhere and, and somewhere nowhere. <laughs> and but he says, this is much more what you give to us. And I think in um, I would love to experience that from the other perspective. Yeah.
1: And his name was Alan. Alan. Alan, yes. and what what was that on the PCT you encountered him?
2: Yes. Where the on the PCT? PCT? And... Oh, I think that wasn't in... Oregon. No, wait. No, it was in Northern California, somewhere in Northern California. Mm.
1: Okay. So big shout <laughs> out to Alan, the Trail Angel in Northern California. Thank you for all you're yeah. doing for, for uh, yeah. the hikers out there. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> all yes. right. That's a good segue. Let's talk about the PCT. What year did you do the PCT?
2: 2018.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. not that long ago.
2: No, <laughs>
1: but it seems like a long time ago because we've gone through a lot since 2018. Seems like a yeah. Life, seems like a lifetime ago.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good year, it, I for me, uh, I, I the year 2019, I guess, was a lot of rain and cold and whatever. But I had almost the whole time only sun. I can only remember a week of rain in Washington, but like the rest of it was only sunshine.
1: (laughs) Wow. Very fortunate.
2: Yeah. Super lucky.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you met Scout and Frodo. You're given the, uh, the, the trail name first row, and then you started out from Campo. And as you were getting ready to start out, you're there at the border. What, what is your biggest fear? What, What is your biggest concern as you are looking northwards 2600 miles and thinking about you know what's ahead of you
2: um i think i thought about my goodness i will cry a lot when i have to leave this trail i already knew it would be so amazing i was like right from the start i i thought fuck if i would have ever to leave this place um yeah i i will be very sad but you know, of course you learn. And in the end you will say, okay, life is going on and you will have more beautiful adventures and, um, and life at home is also nice.
1: Now, hang on a second. <laughs> hang on a second. First row. You're telling me okay. that on, on day one, you're already thinking about post-trail depression. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't want to leave this nature, this life. I already knew, okay, sleeping in the tent, meeting great people, um, seeing all these beautiful landscapes, being in the here and now, not having any responsibilities. I already knew what was out there and waiting for me and being free for half a year. And yeah, no taxes, no work, no, you know, just finding water, getting the good resupplies and, um, just enjoying nature and try to stay safe. There's not a lot, you know, a lot to do or a lot to, uh, you don't have to spend a lot of time in your head in a way you can let go. And I, there are so many things that I just loved about this trail already before I started it.
1: (laughs) Just going to eat, just going to eat, walk, sleep for, for six months. Absolutely. Yeah. Now what, what was the departure date? When did you start?
2: uh the 5th of April
1: okay and when did you finish
2: oh my goodness and the 19th of September I just um decided to spend as much time out there as I could and so I had a visa that was six months (laughs) and I thought okay then I use the time six months on the PCT and I have yeah. At one point I knew I was so fast. I could finish earlier, but then I thought, nah, nah, I want to, I want to be here. <laughs>
1: yeah. If you're thinking about post-trail depression on day one, you could fly along that trail for three months and I can see you saying, you know what? I got to slow down. I got, I'm going to, I'm going yeah. to take yeah. some zeros, some neuros. We'll, we'll, we'll slow things down here. Cause I want to enjoy this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did Absolutely. you take many, did you take many zeros?
2: Um, I, yeah, actually, I actually, I didn't count them. I just, you know, I was just, um, doing it day by day. Um, I think I did. No, I can't tell you. I can't tell you in the beginning in the Southern California. Uh, I, uh, I wanted to visit all the towns, you know, uh, the independence and Bishop and, you know, stay, just have a zero day and ex- also see how, how are, uh, is it to be and yeah to be here to to live here close to the trail and um yeah to spend also time with the trail community because Mm -hmm. someone i met um before the trail it's a friend of mine she did the pct i think two years before me and she said just use the time in southern california to see all all the beautiful towns like Tehachapi and so on because after the sierras it will kind of um Dop in a way or you will not encounter so many cute trail towns and so i thought okay i will enjoy that and um then um afterwards take less zeros because also my body is trained then and um i don't know i'm maybe spend some time more in in nature and to be really out there and have a zero somewhere in nature whatever. okay
1: now, I don't mm-hmm. live that far from the PCT. In fact, I'm about 20 minutes away from the Acton Agua Dulce area.
2: Oh, yay.
1: Where the PCT <laughs> goes through. So the next time you do the PCT, we'll have to coordinate. I'll do some trail, trail angeling yeah. out there for you. I Actually, don't know if, I, I, don't know if I can live up to Allen's that. standards, but I will, I'll do my best.
2: I would be so happy to see you out there. It would be so amazing. This is just, oh my goodness, to see, you know, to see a person that you only met via Zoom and that person's living on the other side of the world. This is yeah. just crazy. And um, yeah. Yeah. I I'd love actually, I'd love to do the PCT again. And I was um, a friend of mine, Mango, another beautiful soul living in Australia um, with whom I hiked also parts of the trail and, um, we we wanted also to hike uh, Washington southbound in one year, but then something happened. And I don't know what that was. Um, maybe also COVID or something. Um, maybe she wasn't able to leave uh, Australia, but we th- said, okay, we need to hike um, the PCT again one day and would love to share this experience uh, because we're both great nature lovers. And um, so, Yeah. I'm going to see you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, first,
1: first row, tell me that you've read Scout's book, Journeys North. Yes. You, have you read it?
2: Oh, yes. So good, it.
1: right? So I, good.
2: I cried. I, I couldn't stop reading. It's it's just amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Did I you love read the it?
2: watermelon story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you read it before or after your trip?
2: After the trip. After
1: after you met him and and uh, realized mm-hmm. he had a book out there. Nice, nice.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I took it actually, I took it on my journey um to like I thought, okay, I'm carrying a book. This is crazy. I, I should not tell anybody. <laughs> this is not lightweight, <laughs> but I wa- I just wanted to spend some time on the PCT uh, in my evening hours in my head. And uh, yeah, it was a great decision. So I'm really thankful. <laughs> great book. You have to read it. <laughs> yes.
1: Now, I, I, I don't think I asked you earlier, what was your pack weight? What was your base weight on the PCT? <clears throat>
2: Actually, I never had the chance to weigh my backpack. So I'm sorry, this is a question I can't answer. (laughs) I never had this thingy to hang your back on. And I was just, I think I weighed everything, um, but I forgot because I realized it's not important. As long as I can, I feel comfortable. Um, Why do I have to know? The numbers, you know, people are, have different um, bodies and um, some are stronger, some are weaker, some have more back problems, and whatever. And I was able to carry at one point, I think I carried eight or nine liters of water uh, because there was a waterless stretch in the desert section and um, plus the food and everything. I was fine. I just didn't, you know, didn't really feel it in a way. Hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah. We have a, we have a saying in America, not sure if it translates to, uh, to Germany, if they have the same phrase, but ignorance is bliss,
2: <laughs> right? If I don't, if yeah. I don't know about it,
1: I don't have to worry about it. Right. So if I don't, yeah. you, know, if, you know, there's one thing to, to be carrying a 40 pound pack and not knowing it, but then knowing that it's a 40 pound pack, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm carrying 40 pounds. That's just,
2: yes. You know. Yes. More baggage. Oh, I love yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. And if ignorance is bliss, then sometimes I'm the happiest person on the planet. So there you go. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> amazing.
1: <laughs> All right. Did you have any, any, uh, amazing moments or scary moments or, Oh my gosh, what am I doing out here moments on the PCT you'd like to share with us?
2: Um, I think, um, Hmm. The most, Scariest moments was actually when I became sick um, and I had he- I was suffering from heat exhaustion. And that was actually right after I met Ellen. And that was a very, um, yeah, I was really fortunate because I hiked, I guess, after I met Ellen 20 miles or something uh, or 15. And then I really felt so bad. I felt so bad. I couldn't. I couldn't walk. I. I. I walked one one meter or two meters, and I, my heart was pumping a lot. And I thought I would die. I would get a heart attack or something. I felt. I never felt that bad. And um, I was so happy to have mango with me. Um, she said, "Okay, we can. I think it was twenty miles or thirty miles. I forgot actually the number of miles. Uh, we can hike on, and uh, because." I think it was like Tahoe that was close to that place. Or we could hike back, which is not so many miles. And I said, I need to go back. And she said, okay, I will accompany you and I will skip that section for you. And I was like, you can't do this. This is your through hike. And she's like, no, I, I love you and I support you. And we're like, I will not let you alone here. And she was carrying all my food. She was carrying my water so that I she has had like almost two backpacks on her back uh, because she wanted to support me. And I was crying a lot on my way back to Ellen. I was so fortunate that he was still there because he said he wanted to stay two days or three days, or I think, I don't know, doing his trail angel work. And yeah, they helped me. uh, Yeah. Bringing me away from the trail uh, for um, I think a week or so I, I just had to recover and, um, yeah, but that was really scary because I knew, okay, if I would have been alone here, I don't know. I, I think I would have had to crawl or I actually use my Garmin.
1: (laughs) Push the um, button. yeah,
2: Yeah. Yeah. Push the button. Um, yeah, that was, yeah, that was scary. Um, but, um, river crossings were fine. I, I had more fear, um, before I was doing them, uh, then when I did them, I thought, okay, that was, that was easy, but maybe we had a low, I think we had a low snow year. And um, I think you asked amazing moments or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's so funny, because the, there were the moments that I remember, uh, the, I remembered when you asked me, were not like, really, you know, glorious. I was, I just remembered uh, this one moment I was walking through Southern California and it was evening and the sun was very low. And I suddenly realized that these tiny stones on the floor, having these, had these big, these, these huge shadows, it's like, and was, I was kneeling down. It's was like, how can this little stone like you can have such long shadows? And it touched me so much. And You know, seeing all these long shadows from all the small stones on the floor, it really, I I really had to cry. And and there was another moment, similar moment. I was walking also in Southern California through a burned forest section. And there were these trees that looked like pencils in a way because they had no branches and nothing. They were like fingers from the earth pointing to the sky. And I was like, "This is this is so big. This is just I I can, you know, I can feel God within me and all around me, and it was so powerful." And um, and I was looking for these moments before I hacked the tree, uh, PCT. I thought I need to experience the things that are in between the lines, you know, mm-hmm. um, the things you can't see the things you only feel. And um, these were two of these moments and very intense moments. And uh, they, they hit me by surprise because they were so, you know, not these glorious, I'm sitting and eating my breakfast in the morning on a mountaintop and the sun is rising, which I did. <laughs> but um, I remember these things first.
1: Yeah. <laughs> first row, I have to tell you, I got the chills listening to you talk Ooh. about that. I, I, I've got goosebumps. Uh, the, the, I, as soon as you said it, as soon as you said little stones and long shadows, that, that, that mm. just, that struck me, that's a powerful moment. And it's, it's a little moment, right? It's not, it's not sitting on top of a mountain, right? It's just a little moment that you realized as, as you're out there hiking near sunset. And, uh, that's just profound. It, it, it's, mm. uh, in between the lines. Exactly. You, you, you put that so beautifully. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Now I hate to ask this next question because I know, I know kind of the answer I'm going to get. And that is, you know, (laughs) someone who, who suffered from post-trail depression on day one of a 2,600 mile hike, (laughs) as you got to the Canadian border, as you got to the Canadian border and your, your hike is coming to an end, what, what are the thoughts, what are the emotions running through you at that point?
2: (sighs) crazy because i thought i would have huge emotions i i was imagining this moment and i um, like a couple of times of course everybody is doing that this is the the end and i thought oh i would cry i, w- I would laugh i would be super happy proud or what actually and this is i don't know i don't like to say this but i felt almost nothing because i think I didn't realize that this was the end. I was hiking every day almost uh, on the, the last half year and my body thought, yeah well tomorrow is hiking again and the day after and <laughs> the day after this is life now and it will never stop. So I didn't realize really what that this was the end the and I I was yeah of course, it's like okay. You see uh, on Gathook, which is now far out, you see okay. It's just one mile to the monument. Crazy, and it's like this went so fast, like this the whole time, and uh, it was so like like a blink like uh, of an eye, or like I don't know how you say that. Uh, like,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: um, and um, yeah, and then I reached the monument, and then I hiked the eight miles to Vermilion Valley, or no, not Vermilion. How is it called? Uh, the oh, I. <laughs> Something with V <laughs> in Canada. I hiked the last eight miles to you know the place. <laughs> right. Everybody's hiking to, um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. So I think trail uh, depression. Or the, the the end of the trail hit me when I was really back home, not uh, in America or Canada, Canada anymore. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah it's I I wanted to hike it right away again the next year and um yeah but then of course you have life and uh you I wanted to work too and um be an illustrator and um and then yeah I don't know I can't tell you it's like life is going on and um i thought okay there will be more great trails let's see you can always go back but maybe try some other ones Mm -hmm. you always wanted to go to iceland to hike there and you know uh and also look what you you've had have here in in um southern germany and um but i i always like you know feel the feeling of like this yearning i want to have this as this special trail again and um i love to speak with you about all of this because i i'm spending time on the pct right now with you so i'm really glad and thankful
1: <laughs> nice that's great yeah. that's great any interest first row in becoming a triple crowner and doing the other two long trails in america the cdt and the at
2: the CDT I love to do at one point I'm very sure, but not the eight-year T is not. It's not. Um, I think I have the feeling I don't need to prove anything to anyone. I just want to hike what I like, and I just love. The heat. Uh, I love this. This um, the dryness of uh, Southern California, for example, and the Arizona Trail. And and there's also a trail that is going through Israel. And I just love these, you know, these very hot, dry trails where you can almost. I, I can imagine like my the dry, like my that my mouth is getting dry, and I I can feel the crackling of the earth and the the wind going through all these, um, dry desert plants and, and I love the colors of the yellows and whites and oranges, but you know, um, this is, this is what I want to see right now. Maybe at one point it will be different in the future. Um, but right now I don't have any yearning to go to the Arizona, uh, the 80, the Appalachian trail. Yes. <laughs>
1: Hey, fantastic. Great description there. I could see you. You were, you were walking in the desert there as you were, as you were describing that for us.
2: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I was. (laughs) The pro tip insight of the week.
1: First row, you know where we are?
2: Where where are
1: we? (laughs) We're at that time of the episode where I ask you for your pro tip insight of the week. What bit of trail wisdom can you share with our listeners to make their next outdoor experience even better?
2: Um, I would say, just live life to the fullest every moment. Um, don't don't worry, just don't don't worry about the future and don't think about the, the things that await you back home or the things that could happen or whatever. Just stay where you are. Um, yeah, live in the present moment as much as you can, and um everything will turn out great if you just keep up your emotions just uh, keep the elevated emotions um within you and um and, and the trail will will provide you know and um yeah actually this this helped me a lot um and you know you can worry about this trail ending or you know that you have to work and how will the money uh, get you know how will you earn money and blah 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 all these things but then you're not enjoying the adventure to the fullest so Yeah, just be in the present moment. And um, actually, sorry, a second thing that I would say is a a saying that I heard. It's like, never quit on a bad day. So if you have bad days, which you, you will have at one point, it will also feel like work in a way. You stand up, you pack your tent, you eat breakfast, you hike, you eat, you hike, you go to bed and so on. And maybe at one point, most mostly it happens in northern california um the no no, no, no how is it called the blues The northern the Nor- californian blues
1: the, Nor- no, the NorCal blues okay no
2: blues yeah mm-hmm. um but don't you know uh, don't decide to quit the trail uh, when it hits you um that you feel bored or whatever or maybe missing home if you really want to quit then choose a day where you've enjoy life, and then just think about it again, you know, uh, and um, because emotions will pass and feel as, you know, you you have a yearning, but it will go away after a while. Um, just, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> those are those are great. Never. Those are
1: great pieces of uh, insight. Uh, great um, applies to, to not just not just hiking; I, those both apply to life. And uh, I'm gonna go back to your first ones. You know, staying present, staying in the moment. And you know, I'm i a bit older than you, and I can tell you that you know, nobody ever told me to stay in the moment. Uh, when I was a kid, you know, you're, when you're a kid, you're always looking forward. Okay, I can't wait until I drive. I can't wait until uh, I, yes. I I'm gonna go to college. I can't wait until I I've, I can vote. What is my career gonna be? You're always wondering who am I gonna marry. What's my family mm. life going to be like? And you're always looking mm. forward, always looking forward. And mm-hmm. then there comes a time mm-hmm. in your life when you you start looking backward and you're like, boy, those were the good old days. Remember when we did this? Remember that? And, and when, you know, it was just so, it was so beautiful back then. And, mm. you know, this, that's a problem. That's a problem either looking forward or looking backward. Instead, if if everybody can develop that skill to live in the moment and appreciate the moment when it's happening. And yes. yeah, it's, the
2: only, it's the only time where life happens, actually. Everything else is in your head. It's your imagination of the future or you know the, the the images that you still have, the memories from the past, but what is happening now is the moment. So the moment that I'm talking with you right now. I'm enjoying so much, I have to say, and I'm really glad I can, I, I you know, I'm sitting here, I feel healthy, it's, it's a great day, it's Saturday, I'm relaxed, I can feel the chair underneath me, and um, yeah, I'm calm, my heart is pumping um, on a very... Uh, still in a very excited, but uh, also calm pace and, you know, realizing all these moments and the the sun is going down and um, you see the lights changing, just observe what is happening. And, and this helps you also to get into these elevated emotions of love and gratitude. And um, this is what makes life so, livable or i know i don't know so wonderful so so exciting in the end um and um this is also what makes you drag all the beautiful things to you and it's just like you know you send something out and you get something back and if you send out love and gratitude you will get this back from life and um i i'm experiencing that very often the synchronicity is happening in my life and Yeah. yeah
1: first row. I'm enjoying this moment talking to a wise German philosopher on a Saturday <laughs> morning here in Southern California. That's very, very philosophical. And I think very true. So thank you so much for that.
2: Thank you too.
1: <laughs> All right. So there you have it. That's it. This episode is just about in the books. Hope our listeners enjoyed our time with first row. want to thank her for joining us this week. Jana, how can our listeners keep up with you on social media and where can they find updates on your latest adventures?
2: Well, I have an Instagram account that is called um, Sanna Wandert. Uh, Wandert is the German word for hiking. <laughs> so Sanna Hikes in a way, Sanna Wandert. And um, this is where I post pictures of my hike uh, or my hikes. And um, also I love to write texts about, yeah, f- philosophical texts about like how to live life in a way. And yeah. Um, Yeah. And if you want to check out my illustrations, uh, of course, you can do that um, on my website, zanawandge.de. And uh, yeah, (laughs) Um, I will also post um, some trail illustrations there. And um, yeah, this is my plan to, um, yeah, uh, draw my memories in a way. And I have some of them already up there.
1: (laughs) And as you said, this is an adventure worth drawing. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Remember to to check out the pod on social media as well. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And if you have comments or clips you want to share, you can send it to me at johnfreakymirror at gmail.com. The Adventure
2: Media Recommendation.
1: First row, I'm also looking to you to share a recommendation for a book, a movie, documentary, some sort of outdoor uh, adventure media to keep our listeners uh, in touch with the trail. We call this our Adventure Media Recommendation. What do you have for us?
2: Hmm. well, you said already journeys north. And uh the book Eat, Walk, Sleep. Um, I don't know if it was translated, but I really loved that one. Um uh, in German it's called um, Essen, Laufen, Schlafen. <laughs> um, whew, um recommendations. Actually, that's a hard one for me. <laughs> um what else did I read or see? Oh, well, I just um, love watching the um, outdoor film tours. I think you can get them in the Internet, too. But this is like the mini adventures of people like you and me filming what they're doing. This is just amazing. I think they have almost 18 and um, they did almost 18 film tours with climbers and hikers and sailors and surfers and stuff like that. So I just love the outdoor outdoor film tour.
1: <laughs> okay. Very good.
2: What have we not asked you?
1: And before we wrap things up, I've got just one more segment for you called, what have I not asked you that you're dying to tell us about?
2: Mm, did, we, did
1: we miss about anything?
2: About the PCT. <laughs> hmm. Actually, there's so much uh, to tell you about this big adventure. I think I could, talk about so many things but um i I just love that we were talking about you know the things that are not you know only the things that you can touch but also uh, the things that you can feel and um yeah um actually um i would say also if you ask me um for a book recommendation i can only say i just love the book um Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I love doing his work. I love doing his meditations. And he helped me a lot to get into the present moment and to, yeah, to look what you're like, observe what you're thinking. And so what you're sending out and what you're feeling and your life will change if you change your, your thinking and your feeling. And, um, um, this is, this is something, this work is what I'm taking on my trails. You know, I'm, I, I love to do this and to, to merge with nature, but also merge with um, dissolve into nothingness. And um, I can recommend that very much. And um, yeah, so this is what I want to say. <laughs> what,
1: was, what was the title and author again?
2: Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza.
1: Okay. Fantastic. Sounds like a, a a good read, a must read. (laughs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's a wrap from the John Fricknumer studio. Any shout outs to friends and family first row?
2: Oh, I'd love to greet, um, mango, my beautiful hiker friend that I talked about. And I love her very much. I haven't seen her since 2018. And, um, She's so close to me still. And uh, she's my hiker family as as well as Raven and um, Rubber Ducky and as well as Scoozy And oh, God, I, I've met so many awesome people out there who might listen to this podcast. And I just have them all in my heart. I know that they will know that I'm thinking of them right now. <laughs> so thank you.
1: Okay. Thank you for tuning in. Always remember the trail is the trail. It doesn't care if you want to go downhill. It doesn't care if it's almost dark and you're looking for a campsite. It doesn't even care if you're suffering from heat exhaustion with a friend named Mango. The trail is <laughs> the trail. Embrace the sock.
2: Woo. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>